0: the Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by A.A. Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com
1: It is the Blitz here on one San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Reinagle. I'm Jason Munnix. Howdy. <laughs> Always such a... Uh, Fun time of the week for three of you out there because we visit with Indy Kalou. <laughs> Indy joining us on the Buyer's Barricades guest line. Indy, you got three fans, man. They tweet, they comment on our YouTube. They cannot wait to hear your voice every Tuesday at this time. And man, were they disappointed that you bailed on us last week. And And one is even accusing me of, not having you on for fear of what you would say about C.J. Stroud. (laughs) You know what? I don't have to say anything
2: about C.J. Stroud because the crowd at NRG Stadium, they said it all when they started the MVP. Whoa. Did you hear how beautiful that sounded? Wow. When 100,000 Houston Texan fans were all screaming and chanting MVP in unison. It was beautiful. Wow!
1: When did they expand that stadium,
2: or were <laughs> they playing in College Station? No, you know there's some standing room only. When, when you're when you're you have the best quarterback in the state of Texas, people are going to come out. So yeah, I think they had some standing room only. That's mm-hmm. how we were
0: able to get. It. Yeah. Uh, well, all right, Indeed. Hey, I love you, man. And and you, you concussion know, protocol. You know still. how we don't we don't talk <laughs> about kickers and we don't talk about rookies winning MVP awards. <sighs> You know what, I I, I can
2: definitely, I, I agree with that sentiment, but when you're talking about a rookie that all the experts are saying is having the best rookie season at that position in the history of the NFL, we're talking about since the 1800s, since Harriet Tubman was a cheerleader for uh, one of the teams. Like, this, this is something where it's, it's called an outlier. And, yes, we don't talk about kickers. We don't talk about rookies being MVP but you could appreciate the chanting. Will he win it? When it's all said and done, he's not going to win it this year. But it's fun uh, to hear the crowd chanting MVP when they're looking at that young rookie quarterback.
1: You know, and there, and, and honestly, I'm excited for Texans fans that have hope, have excitement. Yeah. Um You know, you and, and because it was so unexpected this year, I think we all yeah. had hopes that he would be good. You know, I, I look at... At Wemby, coming to San Antonio has given Spurs fans hope again, yet the Spurs are on a damn nine-game losing streak, right? <laughs> uh, in Houston, you're seeing the instant turnaround, and, and it's cool to, and what he's able to do. I, I mean, I, I was saying yesterday, Indy, you know, he threw for 3:36 and had three interceptions. He might have had 450 had he not turned the ball over, but ultimately he won the game.
2: But you know what? Jason was cool about that, and I mentioned it earlier today as well. Uh, it, we tend to forget that this is the ultimate team sport because he's having such a great year as a as a rookie at the most important position in all of sports. But it's still a team game. And for him to throw three interceptions and they still go out there and win, and I know the Arizona Cardinals have only like two victories on the season, but Kyler Murray's been playing some pretty good ball over the last couple of weeks. But my point was what's really exciting about it is that C.J. Stroud, the guy that we joke about being MVP, has one of his worst games, but they still figure out a way to win the game because you have Devin Singletary rushing yet again for over 100 yards. You have Blake Cashman, uh, the linebacker, who probably most of the people listening to us right now have no idea who he is, but all he's doing is putting together an all-pro type season. So now you have a team and not just a great young
0: quarterback. Indy, I just want to give you a little ammunition here. You forgot to mention that one of those wins was against the Dallas Cowboys. For, for Arizona. Arizona. For
2: Arizona. Oh, for Arizona. I was like, when did the Texans? I was like, uh, Jason, <laughs> talking about CTE. Maybe I
1: am, uh, yeah, Arizona. Uh, <laughs> Arizona Yeah, well, let, let, let's keep in mind that uh, the only Carolina Panthers win was against Houston, and the Cowboys just curb stomped <laughs> them on Sunday. So, I mean, you know. Oh, it, no you know, my, my goodness. Brother, Jason, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I was he, all
2: yeah, you know, I was going to say, I was all ready to talk trash and say, yeah, congrats on your Carolina victory, but then I was like, oh, hold on. Carolina beat Houston, so I can't say anything about
1: that. <laughs> well, and again, I mean, Zach Wilson and the Jets beat Philadelphia. The only, I mean, sometimes it doesn't make sense. Now, and you talk about things that don't make sense. The Houston Texans just had a 3 o'clock TV game uh, flexed into the noon window, right? And against Denver, and, and, and instead they're going to play on CBS in that, in that afternoon window, Carolina at Tampa Bay. Now, trying to make it make sense, the idea that Fox is going to have San Francisco and Philadelphia, so this is a way for CBS, in a roundabout way, to try to get more eyeballs on C.J. Stroud? I mean, the way he is playing, doesn't he deserve a, a Sunday night or a Monday night or a Thursday night flex where he gets a national TV audience?
2: You know what, I don't understand the thought. We just got the memo because uh, some of the former players, we have to make appearances at the game, and they Mm -hmm. literally, like 10 minutes before I came on with y'all, they said, hey, the game has been, uh, they said, "bumped down, bumped down to 12. And I'm scratching my head, and I'm like, I thought you were supposed to flex to a better uh, time slot. That's kind of like if you're about to make sweet love to your wife and she has some lingerie on and she says, hold on, baby, hold on, baby, I got something special for you. And then she's wearing some baggy sweats. So when she comes back into the room, we like, what the hell is going on? Like, I just don't understand it. But you kind of broke it down, Jason. I didn't realize the San Francisco game, so maybe they don't want uh, CJ Stroud to compete with that game, I guess, and, and wow. get more eyes on what he's going to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, because let's face it, we're all going to watch Niners-Eagles you know what, I might be watching that game as well. Of course. The Tech. That's,
2: especially after seeing what the Eagles did against Kansas City. That's going to be a fun game to
0: watch. Well, I tell you what, the Eagles are playing well, and they're, they're getting some breaks too, which is, is kind of nice. But I want to talk about this Sunday, Indy, because this has got to be the biggest game for the Houston Texans in a long, long time. And you talk about a bunch of eyeballs watching this game with Jacksonville this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, it's going to be fun. You're talking about a division rival. And I read somewhere, and I hope I quote this
2: right, that this is the first time the Texans have taken on the Jacksonville Jaguars, where both teams had a record above 500. So not only are they playing for the AFC South lead, it's the first time that these two teams have faced off where you could say they're both good NFL teams. But especially for the fans, this is going to be huge. Just knowing that If the Texans sweep the Jacksonville Jaguars, they're going to be sitting atop the AFC South. I mean, going into the season, realistic fans were saying, hey, if the Texans can win six or seven games in the entire season, that's a step in the right direction, and now you have a chance to get your seventh win in 11 games, it's going to be rocking.
1: When you've been around C.J. Stroud over the last couple weeks, compared to being around C.J. Stroud, say, in August and September, What is noticeably different about the way he is carrying himself?
2: Nothing. And that's what makes him special. Like this is a guy where when we first interviewed him before the first preseason game, we walked away from the conference table saying, man, he seems very mature. He seems like he understands what's in front of him and even with the ups and downs he's kind of kept the same demeanor the same body language saying the same things. and after the preseason I was bracing myself for oof you know what this is going to be an up and down year similar to what Bryce Young is experiencing but not, maybe not to that extent but that's what I was bracing myself for with CJ Stroud but even with all the success that he's had he's still the same guy so the fact that there hasn't been this change. You know, there hasn't been this noticeable difference. It just says a lot about him. And
0: hey, you know, Andy, the, the good thing about going into this week against Jacksonville is the the stage is not too big for him. I mean, C.J. Stroud has been on some big stages uh, over his time with Ohio State, and and so I don't think he's going to be intimidated by that. But this is a different Jacksonville team, I think, than the one the Texans beat earlier in the season. Do you see it that way?
2: Oh, it's absolutely a different team. You're right. I mean, this is what's cool. The NFL, when you're playing, it feels like it goes by. The season goes by quickly. But some people will say it's a marathon. But I feel like there are seasons within seasons. And early on, the Jags, you know, they were just another team. But now they're playing like one of the top-tier teams. And when you look at their receivers, when you look at uh, the Calvin Ridley move, whoever initiated that move to get Calvin Ridley – uh, when he was suspended, when Atlanta didn't really want him anymore, knowing that he was going to have to sit out a year. I thought that was a great move, and it's paying off big. Him with Christian Kirk, Zay Jones. No, nah, they're all playing up to what we expected from them, what they expected from themselves, and you're 100% right. This is an entirely different Jacksonville Jaguar team. I hope that the players for the Houston Texans aren't going into the game like, oh, yeah, this is the team we dominated a few
1: weeks ago. You know, it, it, it playing a team twice and you know you spent the majority of your career in the nfc east playing for two hated teams (laughs) um but they paid you well so i know you loved them at the time when you're playing a team a second time is there that mindset that we got them earlier this won't be as is difficult or is the mindset the complete opposite we got to do everything different and go extra hard because we beat them the last time N.D.? Uh-oh. I, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Wow, man. These cricket
2: phones, you get what you pay for. I apologize <laughs> Dude, for that. Dude,
1: you're rich. Why are you so damn cheap?
2: <laughs> look, I look at the number, the bottom line number, and $15 a month really looks appealing to me, except for when I drop these calls.
0: I, I apologize. I know that's bad
2: radio. I apologize. <laughs>
0: That's a great commercial, though, for cricket. Well, is it? <laughs> yeah.
1: <it's>... Is it? <laughs> it's a good thing it's Thanksgiving weekend. I uh, know. You know, the sales reps <laughs> on vacation, they won't call it cancel. Um, <sighs> so did you hear the question or No.
2: No, I think I was rambling on. Uh, what, what was the question? I apologize.
1: I don't know. What, what were you rambling on about? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, that, I mean, you stopped. You you had a good conclusion. You were talking about <laughs> playing a team for the second time. And then I said something about. Oh yeah. You, you know, the, the, when you're playing a team a second time that you have beaten, as a your mindset in for that second game is it is it what you were saying or is it you got to double down and go extra hard because you did beat them the first time.
2: No, and that's it. Most of these guys, uh, they have the professional mindset because they're all pros. But they say one of the toughest things to do in the NFL is beat the same team twice. So I, I don't believe any of those guys are going into the game saying to themselves, oh, you know, been here, done that, we've already beat them. It's more so the doubling down. And they're smart. I mean, they see what the Jacksonville Jaguars have done uh, over the last couple of weeks. So I don't expect anybody to go into that game thinking that this was going to automatically be the same outcome as they had week three when they beat them by like 20 or 23 points.
0: I would imagine, Indy, that the city of Houston right now is just electric.
2: Oh, they're excited. I mean, they're they're excited about, because here's the thing, you, you know, Matt Schaub had a couple of very good seasons as a quarterback. Then you had, you know, multiple years where you just didn't really have a face of the franchise there. Then Deshaun Watson looks like he's going to be the face of the franchise for years to come, but he had more massage therapists and past completions, and we all know how that story went. So you didn't think that you were going to replace Deshaun Watson uh, that quickly. So that, that's really what the buzz is about. Then they bring in Tomeco Ryans. You know, D'Amico Ryans, when he was a player, he was a town favorite, and now he's having success as a young coach. Everything just seems to be working. And that's when I get nervous because <laughs> things are going too well, and it, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, if I'm gonna be truthful uh, to my San Antonio peeps, I am a little bit nervous about this game coming up.
1: So who are you picking to win?
2: <sighs> you know what? I've kept it real with y'all. If I was a betting man, which I'm not, I think I'd put my money on Jacksonville.
0: Wow.
1: Okay. And you know why he's not a betting man? Because he's not very good at it. No, because he's cheap. Oh,
2: <laughs> I don't understand the concept of letting other people's fate. Uh, you pay for something that you can't control. But but, and it's not even that I think is a better team. I just feel like the the, the team is getting so good so fast. We're going to be brought back down
1: to reality.
0: Makes sense. Yeah, it it, it, it I really mean,
1: does. It, it's it's logical.
0: You know, Indy, I've got to ask you real quick, because we were talking about this. Who right now, at this point in time, is the best team in the NFL? Man, I think we saw them last night. Uh, And I'm not just saying it because I spent six years there, but the Philadelphia
2: Eagles. Jalen Hurts didn't have a great game, similar to what I was saying about the Texans, how they rallied around C.J. Stroud's three interceptions. And for the Philadelphia Eagles to go in Kansas City and win that game. And look, I saw the drop pass that should have been a touchdown. Uh, you're absolutely right. Some things went the way of the Philadelphia Eagles, but I think you could say that for every team in every game. I believe the best team in the NFL right now is Philly.
1: Does it piss you off when you see a 94 in that Eagles jersey uh, <laughs> screwing things up on the field?
2: You know, I'll tell you what pisses me off because I'm a selfish SOB. They had like an article, the Eagles' favorite number, a uh, favorite Eagle by number, and like two years ago, for ninety four, it was me. But after the way Sweat has been playing, I know, I know that's not the case anymore. So I like it when he has his penalties. I can say, hey, maybe I'll still be their favorite ninety four. But no, he, he's a, he's a,
1: he's an awesome. Well, player. wait, wait, wait it's a minute. Awesome. Let, let let's go back. Who else mm-hmm. has worn ninety four for the <laughs> Eagles?
2: It's, it's kind of like that uh, politician who's not running against anybody. <laughs> I don't think anybody else was. <laughs> It was just me and some special team. Look, I don't care. I don't care how I get it. I'm just glad I had
1: it. (laughs) That's awesome. That is awesome. (laughs) Um, I'm just gonna love you, man. That's awesome. All right, so uh, Indy, it's Thanksgiving week, man. What's what's a must-have for your Thanksgiving, and what is the food that you want nothing to do with at Thanksgiving?
2: Must have is the Hawaiian roll with the cranberry sauce and you put some chicken in there and make a little sandwich. That that that's a must have. And as far as just get it out of my face, I hate white meat. And no offense to you guys. I'm just talking about the <laughs> actual turkey like it, it's just too dry and everybody says, "Oh, put some gravy on it." And I and I know the dark meat's not the healthiest, you know, the healthiest meat, but do the white meat, and maybe it's the way my wife makes it. It's just too dry. So get the white meat off my table, but give me the Hawaiian roll with the cranberry sauce and some
1: some turkey right. stuff. To so, make. so something that we've always known. He is a leg man. So where where do you come in on green bean casserole? Why,
2: like why have green green, green beans? Like that just sounds too healthy. Even if it's not, I I'm
1: not a big fan. All right,
0: put a a little ketchup on it, Indy. That's what we've
1: learned. I'm I'm with you. I don't understand green bean casserole. Um, Yeah, I'm just, no.
0: Now, see, I like it, and I make a hell of a green bean casserole, Indy. I I won't lie to you. So uh, you'll have to try mine sometime. Might change your mind. You know what? Freeze it and send it to
1: me. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Why? So you check can check your out. mail and throw it straight away? <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 wait a minute, Indy, and you'll appreciate this pledge. I know we're going to be late, but I don't care. It's it's holiday week. Right. Did you listen to Rob and Rudy this morning on R&R in the morning? is there a podcast because
2: i will listen to it yeah
1: uh yeah com. joe did you hear this this morning what's that rob thompson said green bean casserole goes to the amateur chef in the family because it's the easiest thing to make you can't screw it up so the person that can't cook that has to bring somebody gets assigned green bean casserole which is what ryan angle gets assigned every year well, I am assigned a brisket as well, though. So, well, I mean, it's because you've
0: elevated your game, uh-huh. but
1: you still get the green bean casserole because it's for the amateur cook in the in the family. Look,
0: so, somebody's got to be the kicker. <laughs> somebody's got to be the kicker. All right. <laughs> I
1: think it's more like the holder for the green bean casserole. Wow, <laughs> good stuff, Indy. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Um, I hope your prediction is wrong. Yes, so do I, and I'm thankful to jump on with
2: y'all every single week, and I look forward to it next Tuesday. Appreciate it.
1: Indeed. The great Indy kalu on the Buyer's Barricades guest line, where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.